Happy Taurus season, everyone. This episode is brought to you by Shea, the Indigo, for the May Energy Forecast Report. As a disclaimer for this episode, it was recorded on Monday, May 2nd, and we experienced some significant technical difficulties. And being that we are spiritualists, we understood that the incoming Mercury retrograde may have some influence in these communication glitches. We thank you and appreciate you for your patience with us on the Metaspiritualist Podcast for this episode coming out much later than anticipated. Now, with that said, we are in the luxurious sign of Taurus. We started the month out with the energy of the second new moon from April, which also happened to be a lunar eclipse. The numerology energy for the start of the month is a number three. And this will bring in some stability for us, but it doesn't come without some communication disruptions, possible tower moments, and other mishaps. On May 16th, we will experience another lunar eclipse in the sign of Scorpio. And the end of the month, we circle back around to a harmonious cycle with a partial solar eclipse. So let's get into this episode. Take a listen. The Metaspiritualist is guided by the creator of the universe through prayer, meditation, and sound healing. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me? Yep. Microphone check. One, two, one, two. And. (laughs) Shay, yeah. It's Taurus season, baby. How you doing? How are you? I'm doing. I'm great. I love Taurus season. Love it, love it, love it. So comfortable mm-hmm. and warm and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I know because you love me. Literally. <laughs> Facts of life. I, just, I love just... you to pieces. <laughs> oh, girl. It what are you doing like for it's... your birthday? Oh, for my birthday, girl. There's so many people that's going to be here. Um, My two aunts my mom's two sisters are going to be here one of them is planning to be here to help paint because the kids want murals painted in their rooms since Mm. we moved into the house last year so she's going to paint and then um two of my uncles will be here um my mom's two older brothers then my best friend the one that I was with last year during Aww. this this time wow. um, she'll be here and we are going to have jamaican brunch and dinner for my birthday yes and karaoke or a jam session in the backyard like it's going down that sounds amazing pour Actually, up a cocktail for me <laughs> i wish you could be here girl one of these years we're gonna be together for our birthdays yeah. Yeah. I um need that. Yeah. I need that. I need some girl time with some real girlfriends. Yeah. You do need that. Because my life revolves around children. Mm-hmm. A mama. That's what I do. Yeah. I mother. <laughs> Shaya. Yes, man. We do it right now. We are in the middle, or actually, we're coming out of. A the second new moon of April, April coming into the beginning of May, and it's a lunar eclipse. Tell us what the 
what significance does this have? And then you you got it from there. Yeah. So leading into May, it's already kicked off pretty intensely from the new moon that you were just mentioning. That was on April 30th, um, which was a partial lunar eclipse. And uh, just a quick reminder that uh, eclipse season or eclipses in general is emphasizes whatever moon there is. Um, like a lunar eclipse on a full moon is like a full moon on steroids. Okay. But this is a partial lunar eclipse, but it's still an eclipse. Um, and so for this lunar eclipse to fall on a new moon in Taurus that's kicking us into May, um, a lot of very intense transformation is happening. It's a new season, literally. Okay. Physically and metaphysically, it is a new season. It's it's almost like shifting gears, you know, um, to a totally different type of function, but still moving forward towards something. Um, and the new moon where it actually falls on um, to start the actual month of May, because you'll still be, we're, we'll st- we're still in that uh, new moon energy from the 30th on the 1st. So, and that's how you started that question off to, to, to bring in the new moon on the 30th into that energy that's still there on the 1st to kick off May. Um, so May, Numerology-wise, if we're looking at May 1st, 2022, this number breaks down to 12, which breaks down to three. Um, Three is a universal number. It's a very nurturing number. It's very communicative and um, very intelligent. A three is sort of like like say someone who's a life path number three, mm-hmm. they're kind of like Gemini's because three has a lot to do with communication. Um, but there is, there's still a nurturing energy to the three um, as it relates to the threes, the sixes and the nines, which is a whole nother rabbit hole. <laughs> so, um, but that's how we're starting off May numerology wise and at the same time this is when this new moon in Taurus which was a partial lunar eclipse was fully active okay so so that I mean that's a, a good transit being that it's taking place in Taurus season um with the new moon and the sun being in Taurus that brings a lot of stability to the shock of um, this transition because like I said we're shifting gears for it to be a new moon during a fresh new season literally and we're kicking this off with an eclipse on top of that so this is transformation down to your bone marrow okay spiritually (laughs) this is like a purging the last thing you said that I heard was about purging and then I had a question for you okay okay so you were saying about 
there this being a new season. So even though the spring equinox was in March, which signifies the spring, why does it feel that May is really the new season of spring, so to speak? That to me is is seasons in general are like that. It it takes a while before it really kicks off and it's in full gear. Mm-hmm. Um the start of it is not an overnight thing. Sometimes it is, though. There's, there's been plenty of times down here where I'm from where the day of spring, the first day of spring, it's all of a sudden from cold to spring. <laughs> yeah. But um, you still have to go through, you know, the April showers and all that to really nurture it so that May it's you're there. This is that's uh, an earth season, too zodiac wise so we are embodying it we are that energy that energy is here uh, as opposed to being burst in Mm -hmm. so um i i look at it like that too because a lot of uh major transits that happen we feel long before it happens or we don't or we get a heads up about it uh you know within our intuition but we still don't see it fully manifest until a little bit later it's yeah. it, it's it's like that when it comes to pretty much everything like even magic that's not an overnight thing even though there's ways to do it yeah. to make it quick but most of the time it takes a second for it to just ease in there and it's there girl it's listen the um the candle ritual that we did during the jupiter neptune conjunction Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, now <laughs> when is this gonna show up? <laughs> right. And that's a prime example. And and yeah. because we did it seven days straight, it, it's the results gonna come for real. That and was I've pretty intense hit. too. Yeah. That was yeah. an intense one. That color blue was really um comforting. It brought a real sense of um peace. peace. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We was thinking of yes, girl. Because you know that you know we connected, girl. But um, <laughs> but I did look up the color blue when it, you know, just general research that I do all the time. And it did say, and this was after we had already started the ritual, like a few days in, and I'm finding out information about the color blue, and it does promote peace. Yeah. And I really did get that. Um so no, it was. I, I will say that was my first full. Like I've I've lit seven day candles and I light candles all the time, but being intentional about mm-hmm. and every day, like there was something new to experience during the ritual. I was like, "Yo, this is like super dope," you know. Mm-hmm. And it felt like <laughs> that week. It was weird because while we were in it, it felt like the days were really long. Oh, girl, I feel like all of my days have been running together as of lately. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I can't even tell you. I've just been on the go. Um, Yeah. But, yeah, so... um, Looking back at my notes here, 
So this this purge that's taking place that's really causing us to go within. Um, I know a lot of astrology savvy people that's listening or saying, you know, anything having to do with the purge or transformation that Scorpio energy. Yes, that is uh, 1000% correct. And Scorpio is not left out of this equation at all. Scorpio is very present because um, May 16th, there's going to be a lunar eclipse in Scorpio. Oh, wow. Which is a full moon, which is the night of the full moon on top of that in Scorpio. Oh, the day after my birthday? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So look, that's why the energy of this purge and, you know, because Scorpio energy gets under your skin. It gets under your skin in an emotional way because it's water. and it stings, right? Because this is a scorpion. So this is like ego deaths and um, shadow work for real. You know, Scorpio energy represents all things shadow (laughs) and darkness. You have to, I heard this um, YouTube lady, I can't remember her name right now. Um, I watch so many readers and stuff, but she was talking about astrology and the different elements And when she got to water, she said cancer energy is the ocean. Mm -hmm. It's the ocean or it's the lake. That was her definition for cancer. She said Pisces is the ecosystems and the life forms and, you know, all of that that's in the ocean, which also includes the precipitation from the clouds and all that. All of that is Pisces energy. And then she said, Scorpio is the bottom of that ocean where it's dark. Uh Okay. And it's still water. So it's still healing, even though it's dark down there. But this is parts of ourselves that we need to face and see in order for it to rise up and fully be released or transmuted. And that's what creates that transformation yeah um now me being a scorpio rising this is energy that's like this is my everyday life okay with rising being uh, my rising being a scorpio transformation massive transformations have been a theme for my life this is my first house so i'm always going through major transformations um, which again is intense. Scorpio energy's middle name is intensity too. Mm-hmm. So this isn't light stuff. It's things that you do not want to face. It's triggering things, you know, trauma, childhood trauma, mm-hmm. like the root of things. That's what the Scorpio energy is. Um, and that's the side of, you know, water the water element that brings transformation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, you have to have some type of breakdown or a tower moment for a transformation to occur. Sometimes that's what has to happen. Right. Um, So there's a lot of towers that's going to be coming. Lots of, you know, 
I conflict. can't take no more towers. <laughs> well, it's it's more like, you know, things that we're closing out that triggers us. Okay, that's the got thing. It. So so it's t- really it's going to be things that's already been happening. We've gotten through the hard part. Okay. Really. That right now, sense. we're just working on releasing that, releasing the trauma from it or releasing the, you know, if you're still triggered by certain things, that's something that you got to look at when Scorpio energy is popping. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you look at it. You made me think of something when you talked about the the deep, dark part of the ocean that's where the sea creatures that are really ugly they glow in the dark Mm -hmm. but when you Mm -hmm. see them in the light they're like really ugly Mm -hmm. and my son he's capricorn but i need to find out where his scorpio placement is because he's been fascinated with sea creatures mainly the sea star um and also space but Mm -hmm. he gravitated towards the sea creatures first And um, that's really interesting because you think about like, what are those hidden things that we don't want people to see about us? Right. Right. And and that's the whole, that question is the whole point of these types of transits. That is the universe causing us to ask us, uh, to ask ourselves why am I triggered by this? Why is, you know, and, and like I said, this is energy that we're dealing with uh, regarding stuff that happened already. Right. Right. We've gone through the stuff. We've gotten past it. But this is one of those moments where we're fighting the war after the battle is over. And so that makes it an eternal thing. That means you're traumatized or you're just re, um, resentful or bitter or all those things. I mean, this is, like I said, it's an emotional look at yourself from a really, really, really deep, dark place, but it's still a purging. So, you know, the after effects of this is going to be transformative and it's going to be enlightening and, um, you know, just going to be more energy that's going to push us forward um and then i'm gonna fast forward to the end of the month okay may 31st 2022 that number breaks down to six if you add all those up all right let's get Listen, this is this is this energy. I don't know what's going on, but we, we listen, we about to no look. Mercury retrograde is coming. That's why. Oh, uh, and it's isn't already... there Pluto Mer, uh Pluto retrograde in Capricorn or that just passed? No, well, no, that was in Scorpio. The Pluto, Pluto. yes. Pluto was retrograde in Scorpio, its home sign. And um, that's that's why, you know, it's a lot of really intense purging going on because we spirit is making us face everything. Yeah. Everything, everything. Mercy. Oh, okay. So I got um, the end of the month, May 31st, 2022. Okay, so uh, 
that date numerology wise breaks down to six the number six is the number of harmony so we started out the month with the date being a three breaking down to a three and then the full moon falls on may 16th the numerology of that date breaks down to nine um the full moon will be in scorpio and every number has an astrological equivalent and the full moon will be in scorpio and scorpio's numerological equivalent is nine so that's a lot of intense scorpio energy um but it breaks down to nine. So we start off at three, then nine, and then ending the month on May 31st, 2022, which breaks down to six. So like I said earlier in the beginning, the numbers three, six, and nine are really important. They're the universal numbers. Um, this is what connects all of life. The universe spins in 360 degrees. Three plus six is also nine. So those three numbers is what brings harmony to all things. It's what brings balance. Mm -hmm. And the work that we have to do to actively maintain that balance, because balance is a balancing act. It's not just you're sitting there. That's when we go into the number four and it's a foundation that's stern and sturdy mm -hmm. and firm. That's four, but two, you only have two. You're going to have to balance two things. And that's, you know, your gravity mm -hmm. or your resistance or that that's how you balance. That's what the number two is. It's a balancing act. So that's why the number six is balancing on its head. And the number nine is balancing on its tail. Then the three is just balance because of the fact that it's a trinity three is the number of all trinities mother father child past present future mind body spirit you know that covers everything pretty right. much the number three and then the six brings harmony to all of those things and the nine is just the warm nurturing part of existence where you feel whole and you feel safe, you're experienced because the number nine makes me think of um, pregnancy. Right. Nine months. It's an emotional process. It's a physical process. It's a mental process. It's spiritual. It's all of those things. And you have to be at your biggest at nine months. That's when it's heavy. Uh, or this purging takes place and you birth something out of yourself you're transforming and that child is transforming at that moment that both of y'all were transforming during the whole pregnancy right mm -hmm. but when you get to the end we have and that's why the number nine also represents the end or the closing of any type of phase process or cycle anything that is closed out any type of cycle a major cycle this is why 
Scorpio energy is the number of transformation and nine is the equivalent to Scorpio energy because this is the moment where transitioning is at its peak and you can't do anything left but push the baby out and you have a new baby and that's 10 all right we have birth beginnings that's the number one and then we have 10 that's rebirth that's new beginnings so we had a beginning when the, the baby was conceived that's a birth right there because it came it birthed itself from spirit to the ethers, physical yeah. body when it was conceived so that's the, really the real birth okay yeah. then you go through the nine months of transforming and then that 10 energy is when it's here it's pushed out the ring of fire has been conquered the tower <laughs> all right and then we get to the outcome or the result which is brand new life yes and you're mentally spiritually and physically and emotionally changed to where things will never be the same this is the type of energy that's happening so the month of may is major when it comes to these transits um, and I'm here for it. At the end of the month, when we get to May 31st, 2022, um, this will be a partial solar eclipse on another new moon where the sun and the new moon are both in Taurus. Mercy. And the beauty of that with the rest of the transits happening, the way they're happening is, like I said, that brings grounding to it all. Okay. So the end of the month is another partial solar eclipse. Yeah. So the end of the month, we have a partial solar eclipse during the new moon where the sun and the moon both will be in Taurus. And um, that's just going to bring us a lot of stability and um, grounding to the intensity that's going on because we still have the Mer Mercury retrograde that's starting May 10th. Clearly, it's it's already building. That's what I was just talking about, about, you know, how energy like that is usually felt long before or after and or long after so um yeah that's that's a pretty big thing so and that's why communication you know is a big theme as well because like i said the number three which is the date that we're starting out on numerology wise um may 1st 2022 mm -hmm. breaks down to three and that's a very communicate communicative number um, so there's a lot going on truthfully in the sky that's going to bring a lot of, um, moments where you have to try to understand others. You're going to want to be understood. You're going to want to be heard and we're going to be facing a lot of emotional triggers um while purging serious deep rooted triggers and trauma okay um and like i said we have the 
Taurus energy that's stabilizing all of this because without that, I would be not up for all this energy that's happening right now. Right like now. <laughs> I would want to just stay in my bed and cover my head <laughs> until it's over. Listen, <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I I'm I'm just like, let's get let's just get through this because <laughs> this is the most challenging episode ever. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, okay. You know what? I'm just going to make sure that I'm covering everything. And then I'm going to pull some cards. Okay. We can make it to that point. <laughs> yes. Let's make it to that point, sis. We got this. We got this. <laughs> All right. All right. <clears throat> Woosa. Woosa. <laughs> oh, by the way, um, I took my milk and honey bath last night. Mm. Girl, today I was just so relaxed. Nothing, nothing. Can nobody tell me nothing? Yes. I think I want to do it again every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's how I feel. Like I, my skin literally felt different. Mm-hmm. I bet. Yes. I love that. Um. Okay. So I'm pulling my notes back up. Okay. So, as a recap, we have, and I'm just going off of the astrology part, um, full moon on May 16th will be in Scorpio, and this is a lunar eclipse. So, if I give a brief description of just that transit by itself, um, like I said, Scorpio energy is emotional. Um, and so there will be a desire for meaningful emotional exchanges. Um, now more than any other time, you're going to want to connect to someone on a deep level. You're going to crave being felt and understood and seen. You mean so um, felt like, ooh, I want to be in a- <laughs> Yeah. I mean, because, you know, if you've ever, if you think of any Scorpios, right, when they're into you, they're into you. Mm-hmm. They really I've, I've never had a Scorpio that I know of. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, know. talking about they're the type that's going to be like, I love you. Don't you understand? <laughs> it? I love you. And they really mean it. But it's intense. And it's mm-hmm. like. You know, (laughs) so this is the energy that everybody is going to be embodying in this realm. We're going to be very passionate um, Mm -hmm. in an intense way. Okay, emotionally, when it comes to our relationships, especially the ones that aren't satisfying us because we still got those towers coming. Spirit is not going to let us sit around and deal with something that is not for us and that we know, especially if we know that it's not satisfying us and we know that it's not serving our highest good or really bringing us anywhere. Mm-hmm. This is the moment where um, you're going to get a rude awakening or to where you're not going to be able to ignore it. Okay. So... That's a, a really intense way to for a full moon to kick off, man, because, you know, the moon by itself is water energy. The full moon intensifies whatever sign and whatever house that is in. And then it's in Scorpio of all things, which mm-hmm. is very 
intense and like um, gut wrenching when it comes to facing your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then if we move on to the new moon, May 30th, I did. I don't think I said what sign that one is taking place. So May 31st was the number nine, six. right? Oh, six. That's right. Yeah. Um, so this is where I was getting tied up at. So you know, of course, I do the beginning of the month, the first and the end of the month, which would be the 31st. But the new moon is on the 30th in Gemini. So um, I think I said that kind of wrong earlier. But the new moon in Gemini on May 30th, this is a number that actually breaks down to five. This is the date of the new moon. Um, as opposed to the end of the month energy on the 31st. So just be advised of that difference there. Still very close together by being one day of a difference. So all of this energy is going uh, all together. It works together. Um, but the new moon in Gemini basically is energy that's going to prompt us to want change and um, variety adventure because Gemini energy is air energy. Gemini energy is air energy that's very hyper. Geminis have a lot of energy. Oh yeah. Okay. Gemini babies, so we know. Right. That's why I'm saying that. Girl, I'm about to have a fit over here. <laughs> Girl, I'm about to have a fit. I need to be in the bed. It's almost what o'clock where I'm at, man. Yeah, no, we need to be we need to be in the bed. Okay, you were saying, uh, let's do this part, and then if we could pull some cards, we'll wrap it up. Okay. Yes, I don't so, want us to keep going through this. <laughs> this no, is it. This is antagonizing. I'm just, I'm just tired. Like I ain't even tripping over the technicalities because, as you know, it happens. No, I'm tired too, girl. I was about to fall asleep in that meeting last. <laughs> that lasted a freaking hour, almost two hours. Crazy. Oh. Um, okay, so okay. you were saying that uh, May 30th is number five. Uh, it's the date of the new moon, which prompts us to um, want the change of variety. Right. Variety, spontaneity, adventure. Um, it's high energy. It's really exciting energy. It's curious energy. You know, wanted to learn new things, wanted to teach things. Um, Gemini energy is very intellectual. They like to learn and they like, and they're very good at teaching. They may or may not like teaching. So to close out, um, being that the new moon in Gemini is to bring variety and change and adventure. Um, it brings a lot of communication to the forefront, communication that needs to be had. Um, we need to, we'll have a more, uh, a very strong 
you know, sense to express how we feel verbally and to say the things that we feel, even if these are things we've been holding back on saying, or if it's things that, you know, we kind of just hold on uh, to on the inside because we don't want to offend someone or we want to avoid conflict and things like that. Um, This is going to be a time where you're not going to want to hold back from anything that you know you want to say. Um, And so this applies to communication when it comes to work things as well as, um, you know, speaking about what you deserve, even, you know, if it's pay or something like that. Um, This is, you know, just very communicative energy that is meant to uh, help us to come to an understanding of each other, you know, which collectively would help humanity as a whole um, to bridge the gap you know, further to bringing us to oneness and um, acceptance. Then uh, the partial solar eclipse in Taurus, that is um, where the end of the month and the new moon falls, um, which just brings further stability and groundedness when it comes to the shakeups or the breakdowns that could happen from the Scorpio energy these towers, you know, these triggers and things like that, that's coming up because, you know, we need to face some things about ourselves that still needs to be cleansed. So May 30th being in Gemini, that's not a coincidence that that card of all things came out a new moon in Gemini card. Communication is key. So that's going to be a major theme to where we're having to um, commit to whatever it is that we want once we express what we want and how we feel about whatever it is. Um, Be committed to your desires and what you feel like will make you feel fulfilled or, you know, what you feel you need to create or build because like I said, there's some towers coming. So it's going to be a moment where we're going to have to build and rebuild And a lot of that is going to come from conversations that have to be had in order to be able to um, commit to a vision that we have. Because we have this fixed moon card that came out that says, hold your vision. Okay, so be committed to whatever it is your mission is, to whatever it is your vision is, and communicate everything that you need to in order to see this vision come to fruition. This says communication is key. So we're going to say this is the key of the theme of this month. Because like I said, communication is a big theme for this month anyways. You know, even without the new moon in Gemini at the end of the month, like I said, we start off the month on a date that breaks down to the number three, which is also a major number of communication. So... Um, And then we have another card that came out that says nothing is yet set in stone. Um, So don't take too many things at face value. Um, You know, certain things that's going on, don't worry about it too much because it can go either way. Um, When you uh, communicate whatever it is that you feel that you need to communicate to um, shake some things up to see change. 
Okay. So hold your vision, stay committed to what it is that you want. Remember that communication is key and, you know, just know nothing's yet set in stone. So kind of stay detached from outcomes when it comes to whatever it is that you um, are feeling passionate about at this moment, because like I said, with the Scorpio energy that is here this month, um, there's a lot of purging taking place. There's going to be a lot of conversations that need to be had. And then we have a Mercury retrograde starting May 10th, um, which always affect everything that has anything to do with communication. Um, so utilize that Taurus energy, if nothing else, um, to stay grounded, uh, especially especially at the end of the month where the new moon and the sun will be in Taurus. So um, that's all I have for today. I am thankful I was able to get this segment out so that we can be prepared um, for the month of May moving forward. Thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode on the Metaspirituals Podcast. We hope that this episode provides you with clarity, guidance, and comfort on your spiritual path or faith walk. To dial into our frequency, please be sure to follow us on Facebook at The Metaspiritualist, Twitter at Metaspirit21, and of course on Podbean, Apple, Google, the iHeartRadio app, and Listen Notes. We're now on TuneIn, Radio app, and Spotify. Also, we'd like to invite you to visit our brand new website at www.themetaspiritualist.com. Right on the homepage, you can listen to the podcast, learn more about our platform, and soon we'll have a spiritual shop for all of your metaphysical and spiritual needs. You'll also find a page on our spiritual offerings. So if you'd like to book a session, you can do so right on the website. If you haven't already done so, subscribe to our newsletter today. If you enjoy the content being brought to you, feel free to message us at metaspiritualist at gmail.com. Until next time, we hope that you are in peace, harmony, love, and abundance. <laughs>